Welcome to the Truly Missed Podcast. I'm Candace, and each week I'll tell you about underreported missing people of color. All people of color must be vigilant in reporting crimes and evidence to help bring back loved ones when it's possible and give closure when it isn't possible. Today, we will discuss Selena Mays. Selena was born on May 28, 1984 in Miami, Florida to Lynn Vitale and CJ Mays. Both parents suffered from drug and alcohol abuse when Selena was born. Eventually, each turned their life around for the better, respectively. Lynn found a job and began living a better life that would soon be cut short. Tragically, Lynn suffers a fatal aneurysm in 1994. After a custody battle between CJ and Lynn's family, CJ ultimately gains custody and eventually moves in with his sister, Sarita Smith, in Willingboro, New Jersey in 1996. Selena was homeschooled and CJ worked in the church where Sarita was pastor. There's evidence to support that Sarita was very extreme in her beliefs and that she had a tight grip on her parishioners. I'll get into that in just a bit. This is an important fact for Selena's case for more than one reason. One of the main reasons is that Selena didn't have too much contact with people outside of her church. A lot of these members were also living under one roof. CJ had another daughter, Nori Mays, after he remarried. Selena also had a close friend who became like a sister named Tawana Gayfloor, who also lived in that home. Sarita had gained access to Tawana at age 14 by lying on her mother in family court, stating that she abused drugs, which she did not. Tawana had four other siblings, but was singled out by Sarita for unknown reasons. The children that were living in the home under Sarita's roof were clean and fed and were attending homeschool, so they did appear to be in a safe and healthy environment on the surface. Sunday, December 15, 1996, around 5 p.m., the group sat down for dinner, cleaned up, and said goodnight. Tawana, 17 by now, and Selena, 12, went to bed around 11 p.m. 7.30 the next morning, Nori, who was four, goes to wake Selena only to discover that she wasn't there. Her bed had been made to look like that she was still sleeping with pillows, but she was gone. She goes to tell her mother and father, and neither seemed very concerned. She wasn't reported missing until the 17th by her father. Captain Donna Dimitri of the Willingboro Police Department, now retired, said that CJ came into the station to report Selena missing on the 17th, over 24 hours since she was last seen. Captain Dimitri said that this was unusual in this area because most times the family would call the station and an officer would be dispatched to the home to take the report. This was done this way so the police could also see the scene and look for evidence. CJ didn't seem as concerned, but expressed that this was now, quote, in God's hands. Tawana said that no one in the house went to look for Selena. None of the other adults seemed concerned. No one was talking about Selena being gone. Three days go by and the police don't hear from CJ again. They attempt to gain access to the house, but Sarita Smith did not allow permission. When the police speak to CJ again, this is when they find out that Selena, a 12-year-old girl, was also nine months pregnant. In the state of New Jersey, a 12-year-old cannot consent to sexual activity, so finding out the father could possibly lead to investigating other crimes if she wasn't having sex with another preteen. Police were not able to get a search warrant because they were considered because the family was considered potential victims and they were being treated like suspects without the appropriate evidence. No official searches were conducted during this crucial time. Sarita made everyone repeat the uncertainty that an unknown 16-year-old was the father of Selena's unborn child. Police did not find any evidence of this. Her congregation and family were were afraid to speak against Sarita for unknown reasons. Typically, a pastor does not have a large number of their congregation living together under one roof. The alleged father of the child is 23-year-old Sean Smith, Selena's first cousin, also Sarita's son. It was rumored that Sarita and CJ both knew that Sean was a predator and were doing their best to protect the girls from him. 
except from keeping him away from them. Tawana also knew because she stated in the ID discovery special that Sean had molested her before Selena was abused. CJ is found to have had a vasectomy years before Selena went missing, so he is ruled out as the father of her child. This is also information verified by a doctor. He told the police that she left because she found out that a blood test could reveal the father of her child. He insisted that it was the 16-year-old that Selena knew from a local skating rink. One theory is that Selena may not have known anyone was looking for her. She could have been sent to one of the church affiliates in another state to raise the baby without getting Sean in any trouble. Sarita was, reported, Sarita was reportedly preaching during her services that Selena had made her own choices to leave voluntarily. She also said that she views Selena partly as a woman because of her choices to be sexually active and to be a mother. No matter how grown a child acts, a 12-year-old cannot legally consent to sexual activity. And Sarita was not the guardian of Selena, so other than offering help and prayers, she shouldn't have been speaking on her at all, especially since no one seemed to have anything to say to the police when they were trying to confirm the safety of this pregnant child. Another theory is that she went into labor earlier than expected, had complications, and possibly passed away. It is possible that some of the members of the congregation covered this up to continue to hide the paternity of the baby. That could explain the code of silence because technically in this particular situation, they didn't harm her, but they didn't do anything to help her by taking her to the hospital, which could have resulted in other criminal charges. A third theory is that she was murdered in order to conceal the paternity of her child. There hasn't been any solid evidence to lead this case into any one of these theories or into any particular direction at all. There was also a large inheritance that Selena received for her mother's passing that has never been claimed. It's unclear whether she knew about it at the time. She was eligible to claim this money on her 18th birthday. The police are hopeful that if she is alive and she knows about the money, that she will come forward. However, this seems unlikely to me. If she's been alive this long, I doubt that she would just step forward now, knowing that people have been looking for her. The police were never able to search the home or to penetrate the silence of the congregation. Unfortunately, since all of this happened, CJ died in 2017, Sarita died in 2018, and Sean died in 2020, but not before he was charged in the assault of two other girls before Selena went missing who were around her age. The church changed names before closing completely. The members have still not spoken on Selena, and now the truth has likely died with the people who knew. At the time of her disappearance, Selena was 12 years old. She was five foot, 120 pounds, with long, wavy black hair and brown eyes. She was nine months pregnant and most likely required a C-section because of her age and body development. Selena would be 37 now with a 25-year-old child. If you have any information in this case, please contact the Willingboro Police directly at 609-877-2200, extension 1080. You can also leave information at inpursuittips.com or call 833-378-7783. If you know of a child in danger or missing, please contact the missingkids.org, NamUs, or 1-800-THE-LOSS. You can also contact your local child protective services or the police. You can follow, like, and share these cases on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or LinkedIn at Truly Miss Podcast. You can also send me an email at trulymisspodcast at gmail.com. Please follow and rate me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, and Amazon Music. 
on anchor.fm slash truly miss podcast there is a support button if you would like to help me continue to spread these stories there are a few episodes that are available on youtube with a script and photos every rating gets this show closer to a bigger audience these stories need to be heard if you have a story that you would like to share or you have tips on cases that i have already shared please email or dm me no one is looking hard enough for us so we should be I focus on people of color as these stories don't get as much coverage. Hopefully, we can build this community one listener at a time. All sources are listed in the show notes. Please help this family and other families get one step closer to bringing their loved one home. Selena is truly missed.